You're listening to Keeping It Positive. I'm Travis. And I'm Diana. And this week is our fifth episode. Woohoo! Can you believe it? No. I keep saying can you believe it every week. I know every it's week. It's so but... awesome. Today we have Zach Stoner from Grace Point Church in Apopka. Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? Good, good. Great. We're so glad to have you. Thanks yes. for having me. I know uh, I've been talking with Travis a little bit and it's nice that all the stars aligned and I was able to oh, yeah, come definitely. join y'all this week. He's a busy guy. Very busy. Just Busier a little bit. Me? Yeah, we thought you were busy. He's busy. Um, it keeps me out of trouble if yeah. I stay busy. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's probably why you're not in trouble. <laughs> right? That's true. Yeah. See? I need to get more busy. <laughs> Gotta keep busy. Yeah. So this week we're going to talk a little bit with him, and then we're also going to talk about a few things um, that I believe needs to be known. I think that the best is yet to come. I think so, too. And that's yeah. very... Um, weird to say, but this week we're not doing a topic. We're just going to go with that. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen, everybody's probably seen YouTube this week. They had someone go in and just shoot through people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then kill herself. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the only one we've had in the past couple of weeks, though, but. No. She was obviously, I mean, I know we've touched on this and it's a totally a different topic for another day. Yeah. Um, But obviously there is she obviously had mental health issues. Yeah, there was. She something. was upset because you know they, she felt they were censoring her YouTube page and she wasn't getting as many likes and followers or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, you know, and I think a lot of the violence starts with it's got. I mean, in my opinion, mental health, mental mm-hmm. illness, and that's probably a topic for another day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, I think that's where a lot of our crime and a lot of our stuff comes from because it's still so stigmatized mm-hmm. and yeah. People are ashamed to talk about it. They don't want to admit it. They won't seek help. And, you know, so, but like I said, topic for another day. Yes, but definitely. Yes. So, Zach, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, actually, I just turned 30. Oh, really? Um, and I'm feeling it. Okay. I know it sounds silly to say you're feeling 30, but uh, it's definitely changing. Um, yeah. But uh, I, uh, I've grown up, I moved to Apopka when I was uh, in fourth grade and started going to Rock Springs Elementary School. Okay. Um, and, and then I went to Apopka Middle School, yeah. and then I went to Apopka High School, and um, I've been living there since then, okay. and um, I uh, met my wife when we were in our freshman year of college. Uh, I was going to a community college, and she was going to UCF, so wow. she's a, a graduate, she's a knight, okay. and uh, we, it's a funny story, we actually have known each other since we were uh, in sixth grade. Wow. And so we started out as friends, um, tried long distance, and that didn't work. And uh, and then um, basically we, we found each other uh, via MySpace, believe it or not, when our uh, freshman year of college and, you know, started hanging out. And Is MySpace still around? MySpace, I believe, is still around. Um, and, uh, funny. Yeah, and, and we started dating, and we got married in uh, 2013. Okay. And we've been married since then, and uh, we have a one-year-old daughter. She turned one in February. Her name is Quinn. She's the cutest little thing on earth. Of course. Um, and uh, I've uh, I, I worked all over the place, but I, I'm now uh, full-time in ministry. I've been at Grace Point Church for about five years now. Uh, I'd been going to Grace Point since I was six years old. And wow. um, so I grew up in the church, grew up through all the different ministries, and uh, they wouldn't let me leave. And so they just put me on staff. And yeah. uh, so I've been there for about five years. And, um, you know, that's currently what I'm doing. And uh, 
I love where God has me and uh, just just doing life yeah. as a 30 year old with a family and a daughter and Look at that. doing ministry. So it's a it's a great time. Yeah. What brought you to ministry from where you were in life as far as what you were doing before? Yeah, I was actually I was working at a company in sales um, and volunteering at, at my church and in the youth ministry as a leader. And um, my whole life, I never really knew what I wanted to do. I was yeah. one of those uh, students that always thought, oh, I could do this. I could do this. And every time I tried it, I was like, I don't really know if I want to do that for the rest of my life. And um, so I was volunteering at my church in, in ministry. And uh, one summer, uh, at the time, they didn't have a youth pastor. And they were like, hey, why don't you uh, go ahead and take over for the summer? And I was like, ah, I don't know if I can do that. I've never really seen myself in ministry or talking. I have mm-hmm. horrible stage fright, believe it or not. And um, funny, so funny career choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally funny. Hey, that just proves that God can do anything, right? Yeah. That's true. And um, so I, uh, I took over for the summer. I kind of delayed for about a year, prayed about it, really wasn't sure. Um, and then God really just kept pressing on my heart ministry. And um, a year later, I walked into my pastor's office at the time, and I was like, Let's do it. And uh, since then, you know, I've been, uh, you know, taking the uh, youth ministry over at our church as well as the other children's ministries and overseeing all that. Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of how I got my way into ministry. God kind of sought me out and was like, no, you're you're staying. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) So made made a way for you. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. So what do you do to stay positive? Um, You know, I'll just be honest. I it's really hard to stay positive sometimes. Um, but you know, when, what I do to stay positive, uh, it sounds super cliche is, um, stay in scripture. Oh really? Um, because with, there's so much going on in the world. I mean, every day in, in our lives daily, you know, I, I've been through a lot of struggles as well. Um, and honestly, just going back to those truths, um, not only about who, who my heavenly father is, but, um, you know, who I am because of my belief, yeah. Um, and uh, just, you know, deflecting the lies that I believe about myself uh, or about things that happen in the world uh, and just allow those truths to, to keep me not only positive, but um, keep me comforted, um, yeah. you know, through the, the trials of life. Um, so I know it sounds super cliche, but it's, no, it's no, true. No, you know? it's, that's exactly it keeps you grounded because yeah. you at least that doesn't change. Yeah, that is Ev- that is so true. Everything around you changes. Yep. The world changes. Everything changes, and we're all going to face conflict and strife and heartache and sadness Mm -hmm. in our life, and um, that's just something that doesn't ever change. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So did you know you wanted to do ministry? I know you said earlier you didn't, but... No, you know, it's it's funny. My mom often told me, I could see you in ministry. And I would yeah. be like, what? Are you are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely not. I was like the kid in school that when you had to give a presentation, I would be shaking so bad, like oh, my wow. papers would be making noise in class. Yeah, that oh. was me. Um, so I, I honestly, I never really saw myself um, yeah. in ministry uh, until, you know, six years ago or so. And, you know, I loved volunteering at my church, but never really was like, hey, I could do this full time. And, you know, God changed my heart and really revealed that to me. Yeah. And now it makes sense as to why everything else I tried didn't really fulfill me. Yeah. Um, it didn't the way feel that right. Does. Yeah, exactly. And um, so now it, it's it's really cool to to feel like you're in the middle of of your calling. So yeah. yeah, yeah. This is probably a really broad question, but you can give it your best shot, maybe. Okay, I'll try. 
Um, what are some of the challenges that you see your church members mm -hmm. going through or what they come to you about the most? Something that we can share with our audience that maybe they're going through too. Well, you know, with, with being a, um, a youth pastor, you get a lot of questions about, um, you know, a lot of stuff that you guys typically talk about is about bullying or about just the, the self-doubt or the insecurities, um, just identity issues as to, you know, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't feel like, like I belong or, you know, just, just the things that typical teenagers struggle with on a daily basis. And so, you know, those are a lot of the conversations that I have with students about, you know, who they are in Christ and um, just, you know, what to do if they're, if they're being bullied or, um, you know, just, just the struggles of, of life growing <laughs> as a teenager in yeah. 2018, you know. Yeah. Um, it's definitely different from, from when I grew up, um, but, you know, God's word still has power and, and leads us on the right path. So Definitely. And we've talked about that before, too. We did. I, I've had a, I, 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 I always say I have two generations of kids. Yeah. And my kids aren't even that old. Mm -hmm. I mean, my daughter's at UCF, and currently she's a junior. My son's 24. He actually just got married in January. Oh, awesome. Um, but they're not that old, hmm. and it's still different even from when they went to school. Yep. And when they graduated, and then I'm only just a generation down, and it, and it's completely different. Yeah. And you're between me and them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's even different from then. Yep. So it really, the way that the world oh, yeah. has evolved and I think a lot of it has to do with um, social media. Yeah. Not that I think it's bad. No. Because I, I think it's great. I keep in touch with my family out of state. <laughs> I get to see all the newborn kids. And, you know, yeah. I, I really love social media and social yep. media platforms and stuff like that. Yep. But I think that it added another element yeah. of um, like cyberbullying, you know, it yep. added the, you know, if you do have an issue, it can follow you like 24 hours a day, not oh, just yeah. when you're in school. Yeah. Um, or, and you're exposed to a lot more yep. things, and yeah. the news is on all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it. You know, you scroll through a Facebook feed, and you know, there's 85 articles of all you know school shootings here and this going on here and here. And you know, there's a lot mm -hmm. of negativity too that yep. goes on. Oh, but, exactly. Um, I was just talking about that with some students the other day. Um, the comparison problem that we have with social media. I mean, they look at people's lifestyles, their popularity, their yeah. likes, their, the way they look in photos. Um, and, and they beat themselves up and they, they find themselves not happy with their own life because of the comparisons that they put on themselves. Yeah. Um, and not realizing that, that God has put them to live their own life yeah. and not live somebody else's life. Um, and, and just, you know, that's, that's a whole nother element. Like you said, that we didn't have to really deal with, you know, there wasn't social media. Uh, texting just came on the scene <laughs> when I was, in high school, yeah, and uh, it we had pagers. Yeah, oh, yeah. pagers. Yeah. I always wanted a pager. What? I really did. I always wanted one. Oh, you are so important. super cool if you had a pager. Oh my gosh, yeah. You remember when you had to dial one eight hundred collect? Oh god. Oh, yeah. And you had to like, if you didn't want to pay, you just had to kind of right. say your message real quick and then hang up. Yeah. Yeah. That's so old school. Yeah. yeah. And and pay phones and yeah. if you, you know you were driving around and you got a flat tire, I'll just tell a really quick, really small thing, but. When I was, um, I, my ex-husband, and I started dating when I was 15 and he was 16. We were mm -hmm. in high school. We met in, right, before, right before my freshman year. And um, so we were, out on my, we were out on a date, and my parents used to ground me a, a week for every minute I was late for curfew. Oh, oh man. Gosh. So I was never late. Well, we got a flat tire, and I was telling my kids the story, my older kids. And 
<coughs> we had gotten a flat tire, and I was freaking out because, like, I can't tell her that we, you know, how am I going to tell her we're in the middle of nowhere? There was no pay phones anywhere, mm-hmm. and I'm telling my kid this story, and they're just cracking up, and I'm like, what? And they're like, why didn't you just call her on your cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just send him a text? Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, we didn't have cell phones. Yeah. So, yeah, I mm. mean, and I, I think about that. I mean, I love that my kids have cell phones and I can text them and I can check yeah. on them and all that when they started mm-hmm. dating and, hey, who are you with? What are you doing? Send me a picture of the guy you're going on a date oh, with so I know man. who to find if something happens. Or, right, you know. yeah, exactly. I mean, our parents had to blindly let just let us go out there and go and yep. worry and wonder. I can't imagine having to do that. But, mm-hmm. yeah. um, but it, it, things are just different. Yeah. And the comparison, we'll go back to what you were talking about, people put on a front. Because yeah. there's people that I know in real life, mm-hmm. and what they look like on Facebook are two totally different things. Oh, yeah. So these kids, and, mm-hmm. and even adults, trust me, adults are comparing too. Oh, yep. They get jealous because so-and-so just posted a picture of their new boat. Now they want a boat. And, oh, you know, yeah. it doesn't go away just because you grow yeah, up. Exactly. Some people still have that envy. Yep. And um, anyway, but the kids think that their life, these people's lives look so mm-hmm. perfect. But that's only what they put out there. Yeah. Well, I, I forget where I saw it, but it said we often compare ourselves to somebody's highlight reel. You know, oh. that, oh. That, that is somebody's Very social true. media post is their highlight reel. You know, yeah. they're not going to post the 17 pictures it took to get that perfect picture yeah. or the, the amount of filters they put on it to get it to look that way. Yeah. Or, you know, the picture of, of a family, they didn't post the fight that they had two seconds ago, but they, they posted the, the really happy photo, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And so we often look sense. at that and we compare ourselves to somebody's false lifestyle that it's not even like, you know, behind the scenes. Um, but you know, it, that's just, that's the danger of, of social media and, yeah. and stuff, but it is great. I love mm-hmm. social media. I use it all the time. Yeah. Um, but it does have its dangers just like anything else in the world. And so that's, it's, it's important to know that stuff so you can kind of guard yourself, yeah. um, guard your heart from getting discouraged or getting down about yourself. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. So you lead, um, youth on Wednesday night. I do. Yes. So do you see a lot of students come in with different problems like anxiety, depression and all that? Yeah, anxiety and depression are typically two the the, the bigger m- bigger ones um, that you see in youth ministry, um, yeah. and uh, you know that's uh, with with the world that we live in. You know, yeah. it, anxiety it's uh, it's easy to feel it. Depression yeah. it's easy to yeah. to get wrapped up in that. And um, you know, those are two of the main things that we see with the students coming in and just heartache and issues that they deal with. Um, I know. would think especially anxiety. Yeah, with yeah. just the the uh, constant bubbling of stuff in the world. Yep. I can't imagine having to deal with that as a child. Yeah. Or even as a teenager, we didn't, we didn't have to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, we really didn't. Mm-hmm. You're, the most anxiety you had was, you know, how, if you can get your homework done on time or yeah. if, you know, Bobby over there thinks that you're as cute as you think he is. Yeah. I mean, God. you know, we didn't have yep. all this yep. 24-7. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, and I have some some students that are in you know AP classes, and mm. taking they're they're graduating high school with their AA, yeah. huh. and so they're taking. I mean, they got crazy schedules. They're up till you know three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning doing homework, and they got to be back up at six o'clock in the morning to go to yeah. school. That's and so they're crazy. taking on these workloads that are causing this anxiety and the yeah. stress and. And it's uh, it, while it's got great benefits, you know, you can graduate with two years of college in the books for free. Um, it does, you know, you do take on a lot of pressure and a lot of anxiety <laughs> with that. I graduated yeah. high school a year early, and all, all I, I did 13 classes online in one wow. summer. 
I didn't have that ambition in high school. No, no I didn't. I, was I didn't have that <laughs> option in high school. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was it was newly coming on the scene when but I, I still I didn't really apply myself as much as I should in high yeah. school. But Right. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'm in college now. Mm -hmm. I got a yeah, I know a little late. Um, I go to college Never now, but late. no, that's true. Yeah. Um, but there is a 17 year old who is in my class, in my macroeconomics class, who is still in high school. Wow. He's dual yeah. enrolled, so mm -hmm. he's that's what he's going for. Is yep. he when he graduates, he's going to graduate with his high school diploma, and his AA degree. Wow, that's that's phenomenal. So he's going to night school, taking college courses while he's in high school during the day. Wow. Hmm. I mean, it's That's driven. That's amazing. Yeah. Driven. Very driven. Yeah, I love it. And I, I bet he, I bet he's not in trouble very often. Exactly. He stays he's busy. busy. <laughs> yes. You stay busy. You stay yeah. out of trouble. Definitely. So, yeah. So how do you deal? One more question. How do you deal with when <coughs> someone comes in and say they reach out to you because they were getting bullied, or how do you deal with those? situations you know with with bullying um and, and certain things like that i think with, when i when i talk with students i just reiterate who they are yeah um you know a lot of times it, you know I, i've heard it said before that hurt people hurt people yeah um and so typically when you're being bullied the person that is bullying you is often dealing with struggles of their own oh yeah um you and so that, yeah and so when you when you have that perspective and and you can view the fact that that person is coming at you with with their own set of problems or their own issues and maybe struggling with something themselves i think you can be while you're in the midst of being bullying you can be sensitive to that person and yeah. what they're going through and you can maybe actually alleviate the problem by just being a person who shows compassion towards the person that is bullying you it, yeah. it's a very hard thing to do very. um but you know scripture says the world will know that you are my disciples for your love for one another hmm. and so if you can extend that love to a person that to most people don't deserve it. Yeah. Um, often you can alleviate a situation or diffuse um, some tension between, you know, being bullied. Um, and again, just knowing who you are, being confident in who you are. You know, somebody told me once that the um, the gateway drug in all the high schools and even middle schools is insecurity. Um, wow. Because insecurity will get you to hmm. do anything and everything for the most part. Yeah, that's true. And so if you can be secure in who you are, um, know that you were fearfully and wonderfully made and, and that when you, if you have a pulse, you have a purpose and, and, and all these different things that, that Scripture tells you about yourself and that um, God knew you before he met you and, and all these things that, that you, you come at situations in life with a different perspective. Um, that's true. And I was, was told one time, someone said the most, the people who act the most unloving. Yeah need it the most yeah that's they're generally true. hurting yeah there's something that's within them that makes them feel better to hurt you yeah or to downgrade you or you know try yeah. to bully you or whatever yeah. um but it's because they've got some major stuff going on in their life yeah. too i often tell tell some of my students i'm like you know what if instead of retaliating towards being bullied what if you said hey how can i pray for you or you know, are, are, you know, are you okay? You know, uh, you want to talk, you know, what's going on? You know, how are things in your life? You know, show an interest in their life. And, and I feel like they would not know what to do with themselves. And oh, they wouldn't I was just help gonna say, to... They would probably be completely and utterly dumbfounded exactly. because they wouldn't know what to say. Exactly. You know, it, it, it goes back to, to that saying that um, darkness can't drive out darkness. Only light can do that. 
And, I like that. And so I, I didn't. Martin Luther I'm, King. Martin Luther King. Yeah. I can't take credit for that. Um, <laughs> Either way. But yeah, but it's it, it's so true. You know, if we retaliate with the same way that, of what we're getting, then nothing good is going to get accomplished. Yeah. And so being that light um, in, in that person's life can, can I honestly believe, change things, you know? I did too. Yeah. Even when my own son was going through some bullying when he was younger, I, I said, you know, it, he was very, very small. Yeah. Really, really small. He skipped two grades in school, and he was the youngest, and he was growth hormone deficient. So yeah. the huh. poor kid was just so tiny, and he looked like he belonged in kindergarten when he was, like, in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So he got bullied. He just never was fit in exactly anywhere because yeah. he was younger than all the kids and smaller than all the kids. So they kind of picked on him. Yeah. And so he was just getting so tired of it. And so I told him, I said, next time someone says you're little, you're short, they'd call him small fry or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, just look at them and say, I know. Yeah. I mean, I look yeah. in the mirror every day. I, yeah. I, I know that I'm short, you know. Yeah. And the very next time, <clears throat> sorry, the very next time that someone said that to him, he's like, I know. Yeah. I mean, I, it is what it is. I look in the mirror every single day. Yeah. I'm still short. Yeah. I was yesterday too. Yeah. yeah. You know, never said anything again. Like it took the wind out of their sails. They had nothing to yeah. to say. Well, mm-hmm. they look for a response. Yeah. Right. They're they're wanting him to be upset or yeah. to be, you know, ashamed or, you know, yeah. looking for that reaction. Yeah. And he didn't give it to them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it just kind of yep. kind of cut it out, for, especially for that one person, never really yeah. said anything else again. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, I know. Yep. Wow. And it's 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 taking the power away from the person who's saying it to you. Exactly. You don't have to be mean back. He wasn't no. mean or rude or nasty. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I know. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of just ended that because yep. there's nothing more that nobody else is going to say. That's so wow. true. I like that. Yep. So we are going to qu- take a quick break. All um, right. We're going to see if Zach will stay, stay around for a little bit. Let's have about that. You're listening to sure. Keeping It Positive with Travis and Diana. We had Zach on in the beginning of this episode, and Zach decided to stick around. You can't get rid of me that easily. Wow. I like him. (laughs) I do, too. So we said earlier we were talking about um, the best is yet to come. Um, I do have a quote for you really quick. There are far, far better things ahead than any we leave behind by C.S. Lewis. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really powerful. Because, you know, no matter what happened in the past, there's always, yeah, love it. So we are going to have a little thing called Motivational Minute. Motivational Minute. I like that name. I'm going to write that down. It's got a lighter. It's got the two M's. It rolls off the tongue well. You can take more than a minute, though, if you'd like. Get on a roll, because I know your preacher self probably can't stop in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We'll have to see. He preaches really well, by the way. Remember, I do have I do have stage fright, so uh, I'm working on that still. Okay, but it's only me and Travis. That's yeah. true. And the and we're live on whatever's Facebook. on this screen. I'm just yeah, but it's not he's there. just ignoring that right now. Okay, that <laughs> yeah. works. So you can go ahead. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I, I preached a sermon a while back on Isaiah 43, and it's where God says, "I'm doing a new thing," um, and He says, "It, you know, forget about the things of the past." Um, I'm doing a new thing. Have you not seen it? Um, hmm. I think a lot of times in in this world, what we can do is we can focus a lot more on the negative than the positive. You, know, you turn on the news, and there's far more um, horrible stories on the news than there are positive stories. Yeah. Um, but the truth is, is there is amazing things happening in this world around us every single day, every moment. Um, you know, I have a lot of conversations with students, and just the 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 fire in some of the, the next generation's heart 
um, for change um, is is inspiring. Um, and and I, I fully agree. believe that. Oh, yeah. And I fully believe that God is doing something within this next generation. Um, but a lot of times, what we do is we sit and we wait and we ask God to do something. Um, but what if God was wanting us to move? Huh. Um, and and I believe He's doing that. You know, it, Scripture talks about us being the light of the world. Yeah. And and if you are listening, you are a believer. Um, it's time to let your light shine. You know, we talked about darkness, and there's a lot of darkness in this world. You know, we can see it in the news. We can see it in, 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 in articles and, and things that are going on within our schools and, and even at, you know, companies. And, and just there's craziness going on in this world. But I, I firmly believe in my heart that, that God is up, up to something in this next generation. Um, but we have to do what we were called to do. And that's be a light in this world and step up and, and live out what we believe um, and be passionate about what we believe. Don't be scared about what people think. Um, but but step forward in boldness um, because I believe that, that that this next generation can truly change this world. You know, I'm doing a, a series. I'm doing a series with my students now called History Makers, okay. and realizing that you know there was history written for us, um, but we are also writing history now. Yeah. We are mm-hmm. writing history for the next next generation, and so what we do on this on this matters. world with this time that we have matters. You know, yeah. James talks about our life as a vapor here on earth, and, and it is. In the, grand, in the grand scheme of eternity, our life is, is, is nothing. It's a blip on the it's screen. It's a blip on the screen. Yeah. So what we do, the decisions we make, the words we say with people, um, we need to be intentional about that. Yeah. Um, and if we do that, and if we truly um, go, at everything with, go, go at things with everything we have, I have no doubt that, that we can change this world um, with the power of God. Um, you know, scripture talks about that God hasn't given you a spirit of fear or timidity, but given you a spirit of power, of love, and self-discipline. Hmm. And so tapping into that power that, that you've been given um, as a believer, as a Christian, um, and, and using that spirit that he's given you of power um, to speak uh, with authority yeah. on, on topics and things and, and your beliefs. Um, and, you know, we, we are, there's a, a group of history makers that, that are in this world that are going to write the history for, for the better. Despite all the, the craziness happening in this world, there's a lot of good things happening. And praise God for that. And I'm excited about this next generation and what they're doing. Um, I would just say let's, let's keep pushing truth. Yeah. Keep pushing God's word and, and that thing. And, um, you know, he wins in the end, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's yeah, true. I so. love that because... This is funny. I don't even think I told you this, but I was at Relay for Life this weekend, the event that right. I was in charge of. The longest day of my life. I'm sure. Um, but we had a little incident, actually. Um, a young kid ran into one of our generators. We had a big generator. Yeah. Was playing football. Ran right into it. Busted his head open. Oh, man. Um, and I'm pre-med, so I ran over there to help him, and, you know, um, a paramedic came and said, you have to back up. Nobody can be near him. You know, usual stuff. Right. Um but something happened that was really weird. I I felt as though it was something that I should have done, and I did do it, actually. I went on the microphone and started praying for the kid. Wow. And I don't know what happened there, but th- there was two in, two things that happened. The first one was I prayed. I've never prayed like that before. I felt so good. The kid got up and walked away. Mm. Wow. Then, when was it? Easter. Easter, the afternoon. Um... I was tired that day, of course. I didn't oh, want to go nowhere. I had sure. a bad headache. Easter 
we had to go see some family, and then we went to dinner. At dinner, they said, you know, somebody has to pray. Well, they said, Travis, you need to pray. I was like, oh, come on now. I always get that, too, as a pastor. Yeah. They're like, hey, you pray. I'm like, yeah. oh, I right. do it every day. Come right. on. <laughs> so I, I prayed. They they said they've never heard a prayer like that. Wow. That's awesome. Let me tell you, God is working, and everything you said today is so true. Um, hey, he can do exceedingly more than you might think yeah. or imagine. Oh, yeah. You know? Definitely. I, I agree. And I think that, um, I mean, I was raised totally in, in the church mm-hmm. myself. Um, and so I was always, you know, up singing up front. My brother and I, and when they have youth day, my brother and I were both preaching and, yeah. you know, all this kind of stuff. So I was um, immersed in it myself. Um, and I've always felt comfortable praying out loud in front yeah. of people. It doesn't, it's never been something I've ever been, not, I've never been ashamed, but I'm saying I've never had a problem with it. There's a lot yeah. of people who just find it private. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> as far as prayer, what I, what I raise my two older kids, I said, you don't have to be kneeling on the floor, mm-hmm. eyes closed, hands folded. <laughs> you know, I said, I, I talk to God in the car, mm-hmm. like when I'm driving. I can't close my eyes and fold my hands because I'm driving. Yeah. And I said, just talk to my, scary. just talk to my <laughs> friend. Yeah. And, and she said, already drives scared. It, just like, oh, no. stop. <laughs> you know, you don't have to, it doesn't always have to be, um, in a church, in a, in your yeah. room, kneeling down. Yeah. I said, talk to him like a friend yeah. as if yeah. you were just talking to a friend. Yep. And I said, and it'll be very easy for you yeah. and it won't seem like it's a chore or, yeah. you know, and so it my one day when my daughter was in school, she came home and she's like, yeah, I was getting ready to start my test, but I, you know, I couldn't really close my eyes. So I just, I just talked to my paper and said, okay, yeah. God, you're going to help me on this test. And, you know, she goes, it, it wasn't that bad. You yep. know? Yeah. So I tried to teach them that, um, having a relationship with God mm-hmm. was more important than doctrine. I yeah. know that's probably, um, I mean, I'm talking about religions because there's so many. Yeah. You know, there's so many classifications. I think your, your church is non-denominational. Yes, non-denominational. That's what I mean. There's so many denominations yeah. and they all have rules and do's and don'ts yeah. and all that. And I just told my kids, I'm like, the most important thing you can do is have your own personal relationship with God, yeah. regardless of what rule or do or don't or, you know, if you have your own relationship with God, you'll kind of know what to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, and I've gotten that question a lot from students. Like, I just don't know how to pray. I'm like, do you know how to talk? Then you know how to pray. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it, we, we put this stigma on it that it, you have to use thou and art and yeah. all these crazy words. Um, but it is just having a conversation. You know, I, I often, you know, when somebody asks me to pray for them, instead of, I, I, don't, I usually, as I'm walking away from that conversation, I pray for them in that moment. Like, I don't even, I don't sit, um, you know, I don't get down on my knees and pray, yeah. but walking away, I say just a quick prayer because I, I'm forgetful and I don't want to, I don't want to forget praying for somebody. You know, somebody once told me that you, you might be the only person that person ever asked to pray for them. Yeah. And true. I wouldn't want to miss out on the opportunity to pray for somebody. And so usually the minute I walk away from that conversation or I'll just ask to pray with them, you know, right then and there. Um, do you have a second for a story or no? Yeah. Um, I was in the mall one time with a buddy of mine and we were just looking, we were Barnes and Noble and we were just looking at books and, um, we were looking in the, the, uh, the book section and, um, a woman, she, she's like, she kept looking at us and whatever. And we were, were, she was like, Hey, can I ask you what, what would be a a good book for my, my son to, uh, read? You know, he's kind of struggling in his, in his faith. 
And, um, you know, we were able to pick out a book and, and help her. And, and, you know, she was, she was very, very distraught. But um, me and my friend, we just said, hey, can we pray with you, like, right now? And so it was kind of a really cool moment. We just, like, stopped in the middle of Barnes & Noble, in the middle of a book section. Huh. And we prayed with her. And I think we all walked away from there with tears in our eyes. Yeah. Um, just how powerful it is to just take a moment and pray for people, pray with people, you yeah. know? And you have no idea what they're going through. Yeah. How much that might have meant to her. Exactly. How much that might have changed her life. Yeah. I mean, because we, I always tell people, and I usually try to post positive stuff on Facebook even before we started doing this podcast because <laughs> yeah. there is so much negativity. Um, but you just, just being kind. Yeah. You never know what someone's going through. That's it. You really don't. Yep. You don't know. Everyone has struggles. Yep. Every single one of us has issues. Yep. We all have things that we're struggling with, and mine's not worse than yours. Yours yep. isn't worse than mine. Sometimes it's health. Sometimes yep. it's family. Sometimes it's relationships. Yep. There's a lot of different things. And just looking at someone, you just, you don't know. Yep. And it, just being kind or saying a kind word. Mm -hmm. And I tell people when I see somebody, I'm like, oh my goodness, you have like the cutest shoes on. Mm -hmm. You know, I try to find something that, comp if, I, if something stands out to me, yep. I tell them. Yep. Because that might have been the only positive thing they've heard all day. Exactly. And it might be just their shoes. Yep. But. You know, it may mean the world to them. It's the simplest things. It's really, yeah. really, really that easy. I read something one time. I said, be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. Oh, yeah. You know? Everyone. And a lot of it's an internal battle. Oh, yeah. And I so think just, we're our own worst enemies, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Our yeah. inner voice is, is the meanest person we know. For yeah. sure. Yeah. And Do you remember last week whenever we were talking um, and we brought up the fact that we were, I think we were talking about the same topic, about how, I had had this feeling mm -hmm. that you know there's you know there's something I don't know if I ever told you but there's certain moments in my life where I know that something's wrong mm -hmm. not in the world but like in someone mm -hmm. so I can be in a room and then I feel the urge to go and do something for someone mm -hmm. so just this was a, remember the lady that I helped out oh yeah um and I didn't even know her I was at a restaurant I wasn't even supposed to be at that restaurant I was supposed to be at the restaurant across the street but mm -hmm. they owned the restaurant so I had to go and pay over there and the lady, I paid for her meal, and I didn't even know her. Yeah. I just walked up to her and said, I'm paying for this. And they were like, okay. Mm -hmm. Come to find out, she actually couldn't afford it, and her wow. card was declined twice. Wow. And there was, no there was nothing. Yeah. And it was so weird, you know? Um, but that is really weird how you said that because um, I feel everyone has a gift in this world and that, um, yeah. you know, everyone can pray and everyone can, you know, um, do this you know it's not only for preachers it's not only for yeah. you know evangelists it's for everyone yeah but even if you don't pray I mean, yeah. I'm just gonna go mm -hmm. since we have listeners of all yeah, different exactly. faiths, faiths and non-faiths yeah. yeah I have some fantastic people in my life that are wonderful friends that are not any particular yeah. religion or are just completely turned off of religion yeah. and yeah. all that kind of stuff and they're some of the sweetest nicest people absolutely lights of this world they have a good moral compass good yeah. character you know they're out trying to do good in the world too um so i don't want anyone who's listening here watching oh yeah to think Definitely. that you know it's just you know we're just talking that you can only no. be this way there's lights in this world and as you know and i'm not mm -hmm. i'm not saying anything about <laughs> you being in ministry yeah i'm just saying because we do have listeners of all different walks mm -hmm. and faiths yeah. and but i think that even if and everyone that I do know, they may or may not believe in God, mm -hmm. but they do believe in a higher power. Yes. And we call it God. Mm -hmm. yes. They call it a higher power yeah. or something else. 
but they're still reaching out and talking mm-hmm. to it too, oh, yeah. or yeah. you know, speaking yeah. it into the universe. Mm-hmm. However you want to do it, you're, it's we're all still doing the same kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just when you know when you are a Christian, you you have a little bit more something to stick to there, but. Yeah. You know, but we're all essentially can do it. And everyone can be kind. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You don't have to be religious no. yeah. exactly. to be kind. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to be a Christ follower to, to love people, you no. know, to be kind. Um, you know, that's just something that you strive to do. You but, know? If you say you're, but if you say you're a Christian, then you should. Exactly. We yeah. should. Well, yeah, if you if you claim to be a Christian, you know, we have to be doers of the word. Right. Yeah. And it's being know. Christ-like. I mean, exactly. that's what being a Christian is. Yeah. And that's that's loving each other despite our faults, just despite our differences, yeah. despite any of those things that other people want to throw on you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. To I mean, like me, I, skin, sex, gender, sexual preference, all of that. That's all you, and that's between you and God. That's yeah. that's you. Yeah. I I was not put on this earth to judge. Yeah. A lot of people no, forget that verse in the Bible where it says, "Judge not, lest ye be judged." Mm-hmm. We're not here to judge each other. Yeah. We're here to love each other. Exactly. And if you're judging people, you have no time to love them. Yep. Hmm. Love God and love people. That's yeah. exactly right. I like that. Yep. I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we do get my a... preach on over. Oh, here. Right. <laughs> get it, girl. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so we do have an article for you today. It's called "Tips for Happiness in Daily Life." Diana. <laughs> for those that are watching on the live feed, <laughs> or those that aren't watching on the live feed, I have to put my uh, what I call my over forties on. Oh, God. These are my reading glasses because I can't see anything anymore without them. It's so sad. Um, yeah, the article is from successconsciousness.com, and it's uh, tips for happiness in daily life. And the very first thing it says is you can make your life happier. It is a matter of choice. Hmm. It is your attitude that makes you feel happy or unhappy. So it is the way that you look at things. It's the way very that you true. perceive things. It's, it's your choice. Yeah. You want to get flaming angry over something, you're really much choosing to do so. Yeah. At the same time, you know. Of course, we're human. Yeah, and we're going to have a bad day. Of course. Um, Definitely me included. There's always another chance to have a better tomorrow. Yep. We meet various... (laughs) My reading glasses are not helping. No, I'm just kidding. We meet various situations every day, and some of them may not contribute to happiness. However, we can choose to keep thinking about the unhappy events and we can choose to to refuse to think about them and instead think about and relish in the happy moments. That's kind of like leaving everything in the past. Yeah. yeah. Move on. You can't keep rehashing. No. Because yeah. it doesn't do any good. It's not going to change yep. anything. Yeah. I always tell people, I'm like, you can't change what you've done. You can only change what you're going to do. Yeah. And so moving forward, right. you know, what are you going to do? And don't let your past affect your future. Right. I mean, you can apologize. You should always apologize for mm-hmm. any, you know, yeah. past mistakes or, or hurts or anything like that. Of course. And I always say, you know, people make mistakes and we're we're supposed to learn from them, mm-hmm. but it's not supposed to be a life sentence. Yeah. It's it learn your lesson and do better. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. So, this article defines happiness as a feeling of inner peace and satisfaction. It is usually usually experienced when there are no worries, fears, or obsessing of thoughts. That's really interesting. That is true. Yeah, that, that if you think about it, yeah, you're not happy if you're obsessing or you're worried or you're fearful. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of decisions we make, I know me in my own personal life, that's something that I, something that I've dealt with for a long time is doing or not doing things out of complete fear. Yeah. Fear of what other people will think. Mm-hmm. Fear of rejection, fear of ridicule. Mm-hmm. I've had to work on that you know, 
extensively throughout my life. Yeah. Because it's just I'm one of the I'm a I'm a people pleaser by nature. Mm -hmm. And so I don't ever want anyone to be mad at me. I don't ever want to let anyone down. I don't you know. So a lot of my life. I've done or not done things out of total fear of what other people will think mm -hmm. yeah. and rejection yep. and all of that. And so it's I've, hard. It oh, is hard, especially if it's something sure. that you're ingrained with. Yeah. But I've done, I mean, I've just recently, you, neither one of you know me that well, even though tra Travis knows me a little bit more. Um, but I, I've changed a lot of that. I, lately in the last, I'd say year, I've done and taken very big steps in my life that I would never don't I, that I never feel like I would have had the confidence to do before. Yeah. So no. I'm really working on that part of myself of not living in fear. Mm -hmm. And I love this scripture that you said, you know, we're wonderfully and fearfully made. Yeah. Not that kind of fearful. Not that kind of fearful. Exactly. <laughs> I know, but when you said that, it yeah. triggered. Yep. Um, well, in, in your scripture, it talks about, you know, what, what will worry add to your life? Hmm. It nothing. adds nothing to your life. If anything, it takes it away. It takes away your hair color. It takes away, you know. <laughs> or it gives you nice gray <laughs> Or it gives you nice gray. But, you know, we often worry about stuff, and it doesn't doesn't add any value to our life, yeah. you know. And even operating out of fear, you know, when you operate out of fear, I think you miss out on a lot. I know I've missed out on a lot in my life because I've chosen to not do something because I've been scared of people's opinions or what yeah. might happen. Um, and so when we operate out of fear, you know, you're, somebody said it once. They said, when you operate out of fear, you, you, you show faith towards the enemy. Hmm. You know? Uh, yeah. And, uh, Very true. Yeah. Whether that's in life yeah. or in your spiritual life. Exactly. It's the same yep. in relationships. In that's it's, so true. It's exactly the same exact thing. Yep. Wow. Yep. And I have felt more power and more powerful as a woman mm -hmm. and or as a person. Yeah. But just because I have gone so far outside of my comfort zone to do and to, you know some of these things that I've been doing in my life the last nine months to a year, mm -hmm. um, but it's actually made me feel incredible. Yeah, like I can do this. Yeah, like yep. I, I've done this. I can do this. I'm 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 I am enough. Yep. We've talked about another another oh, episode. Yeah. Yep. Has become my mantra. I am enough. Yep. Just the way I am. It doesn't matter. Nothing added. Nothing taken away. Right. You just, are enough. Just yeah. I, me by myself. Yep. I am enough. And it's something that I say to myself every morning when I wake up. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me that I'm enough. Yeah. And my mom always told me growing up, well, girl, you know God don't make no junk. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I like the accent, too. That's amazing. <laughs> We're we are from a pop guy. Yeah. You know, no, I'm kidding. She actually doesn't talk like that, but she used to always say, yeah. you know, she just would look at me and be like, God, don't make junk. That's it. That's true. You know, what you said a second ago, I went to a conference during the summer with my students, and there was a speaker. He said, your comfort zone is your kill zone. Huh. Yes. And he said, you know, when you, when you get comfortable, that's the place um, where you get attacked the most. And you yeah. got to step out of, outside of your comfort zone. You know, if, if we want to change history, if we want to make an impact, we can't we can't be comfortable. Right. Yeah. But that's no. a daily cha challenge. It's a daily challenge. Exactly. Because I get it all the time where, for example, you know, some situations where and since Zach's here, I can tell him. But um, I told you I went to a Good Friday service. I went to his Good Friday service mm -hmm. at his church. And I love churches. I don't have nothing against it. And I'm very Christian-like. You know, I love going to church and everything. But I get put myself in situations where I get kind of anxious and worried and fearful, and I don't know what it is. It's just it's like a new environment in a way. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You know, it's a daily challenge. It is. It's something that you have to deal with. And if you don't do it and you don't fight through it, then you'll never get anywhere. Mm -hmm. That's true. And I think that, especially nowadays, I know that it's super, super controversial, so I'm going to say it as... as um, <laughs> gently as possible 
Um, I 100% agree with you mm-hmm. that the next generation are our history makers. Yeah. 100%. I know a lot of people don't agree with what some of the, you know, the students from Parkland are doing mm-hmm. because they feel that, you know, they want them to take away all guns and, yeah. you know, they're coming after all their guns yeah. and, you know, doing away with the Second Amendment and all that. And, you know, I see them completely different. Mm-hmm. I see them as students who... You know, the adults couldn't protect them. Mm-hmm. Nothing's being done. And all they're asking is for sensible gun yeah. control laws. And I'm not trying to get into that debate. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to say, you know, and these kids are unafraid. Yeah. And they're being made fun of. Mm-hmm. And they're being targeted by yeah. uh, the NRA, yeah. by the media. Mm-hmm. They are getting super, super attacked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they are unwavered. Yeah. And I love it. And they are taking a stand. Well, Whether you agree with it or exactly. not doesn't matter. These kids, and I always, my mom always told me too. My mom was a really wise woman, mm-hmm. or is a wise woman, um, <laughs> that if you know, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. Yeah. And these kids are taking a stand, mm-hmm. and I, I admire them for that. Whether I agree with their message or not mm-hmm. doesn't matter. And do I think adults should be shaming them mm-hmm. and calling them names and you know making memes on Facebook about them and stuff like that? No, I think yeah. that's bullying for, yeah. from an yeah. adult to a child, honestly. But they're taking a stand. They're a very passionate generation. You know, they get they are they get flack for for being lazy. You know, technology gives them that <laughs> stigma. But um, it's a very passionate next generation, and it's just about getting them to to pursue that passion in the right ways. You Correct. Know? Correct. And Absolutely. It. It's it, there's nothing wrong with being passionate. No. You got to make sure your your passion is directed in such a way that you're you're speaking the truth, but speaking it in love as well. Absolutely. You know? So I agree. Yeah. Hmm. And I, that's how I, I know that's how I view, it, you know, like I said, gun control laws and all that stuff aside, these kids are trying. Yeah. And they're standing up for something that they believe in, mm-hmm. and they're not backing down. Yeah. And you gotta admire them for it. Yeah. Whether you agree or not with their stance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that's what we need. The next generation is going to be the one. They're not tainted. Mm-hmm. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. And I don't mean it like that. No, I'm saying, yeah. you know, the older generation and. You know, no offense to anybody, and someone can tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think so. The older generation that I'm talking older, older, mm-hmm. probably like my parents are even a little bit older. Um, they're very set in their ways. Yeah. Oh yeah. Their minds are not easily changed. Mm-hmm. They're kind of set. Mm-hmm. Um, my generation, we kind of you know took things a little you know cooler and relaxed a little bit, but I think the next uh, next generation is unfa- unfazed. Yeah. Huh. They their minds can be changed Mm -hmm. their minds can be um open Mm -hmm. to what we're talking about to making this necessary changes that need to be made in this world yeah and i think that so sorry i'm hoping i get my voice back by next (laughs) week i sound like half a girl and half a guy over here (laughs) (coughs) um but anyway you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i'm just I, i just i find it i find that you being a youth pastor I mean, I would love it if I was a teenager or a youth right now and have you as a youth pastor because you seem really cool. Thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I fail miserably a lot of times, but I try. Yeah. Especially like with the new, all the new dance moves coming out. Oh, I, I just, I don't have. Can't that even keep up. <laughs> I can't. By the time I learn one, it, there's a new one out. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't figure it all out. <laughs> so I'll just read you guys three um, tips to have a happier day, um, right. and you guys can read the article. We'll post it on our Facebook page. Um, one of them is always expect happiness. That's number 10. I'm just reading off of the 
Zach's kind of looking over there for it. <laughs> I found it. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to just read um, three of them. So, number 10 is always expect happiness. Um, number nine I really like is each day do at least one act to make others happy. And number seven is always look at what you have done and not what at what you haven't. So, those are pretty good. I really like those. Zach, do you have any tips to give them about having a happier day? You know, I, I actually, I, reading number nine, I think that's really good. The um, each day do at least one act to make others happy. Oh, yeah. Um, I think when you when you take the focus off of yourself yeah. and make it about other people, I think you can naturally find happiness in that. Yeah. Because you, you totally are, agree. you are, oh, yeah. you know, it, it's as simple as, you know, like you said, it could be paying for somebody's toll. Yeah. You know, something different. You may be having the worst day of your life, mm -hmm. but the fact that you can turn around and you can put a smile on somebody else's face can bring you joy and happiness in yourself and be like, wow, you know, it lifts so simple. Me up. Yeah. It lifts me up yeah. instantly. Yeah. Totally. I give money or I, I, I buy people food all the time. Yeah. I'm approached. I work downtown mm -hmm. by the or by the courthouse. So I'll stop at the Wawa on the corner of 50 and 441. Rough little neighborhood. Um, and I get approached every single time I go. I don't care what time of day it is, mm -hmm. what time of night. It just doesn't matter. I am always have at least one, sometimes two or three, because I think the homeless shelter is kind of close to mm -hmm. there. Um, and they approach me. They're like, you know, do you have any money for food? Do you, have, you know, can I have a dollar for the bus? You know, I don't carry cash typically with mm -hmm. me. Um, but if they ask me for food, I'm like, I don't have any cash with on me at all. But if you come inside, I'll buy you food. Yeah. Because I've I, I've always felt everyone deserves to eat. Mm -hmm. but, uh, mm. Period. I don't care what yeah. your story is. I don't care if you're a crackhead. I don't care if you're drunk. I don't care if you're mentally ill. That makes no difference to me. Mm -hmm. Even in the Bible, yeah. she says, "You do it to the least of these, my brethren. You've done it unto me." Yep. And I've always done that anyway. And the ones that are hungry, truly mm -hmm. hungry, yeah. <laughs> will follow you in. It's true. Oh, yeah. And you know they're like, just get me a little, you know, just a little sandwich. I'm like, no. Go get a foot long sub, get a bag of chips, get right. a soda, because you're gonna be hungry later. It's yeah. true. You're gonna, be, you know, save half of it so you can eat later, or get a banana so you can, you know, eat it later. And, mm -hmm. you know, and they're about falling all over themselves thanking me, mm -hmm. but they have no idea how much that bring, brings joy to me. Yeah. Yeah. And almost a, even a warmth, not yeah. even a, oh, I, you know, I just, you know, fed somebody. Mm -hmm. Well, not that kind of feeling. No. It is a true, honest. It warms my heart. Mm -hmm. And no matter what kind of day I'm having, I will walk out of there with a spring in my step. Yep. Well, because when you do that, you, you often, again, it, it takes the, the focus off of you and on somebody else. And you realize, man, do I really have it that bad? No, I was just going to say. Am I really having that bad of a yeah. day compared to somebody else? I've never had to beg you know? for food. So therefore, yeah. Yeah. I'm doing better than they are already. Yeah. And so, so you naturally see that, yeah. that blessing. You can feel really grateful and be like, you know what? Oh, yeah. You know, I can switch my attitude around a little bit, you know, just yeah. simply by helping somebody. So, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, that one's a good one. So right, well, we, I guess we probably better wrap it up soon. I know, I know. So we do have a prize fun. to win this week. And the prize is a free personal session and a, you know. Um, personal training session, Personal right? training session. And um, also a pretty much, what do you call it before they work out with you? An assessment. A personal training session and an assessment. To okay. see you know, B, your BMI, body fat index, and all that stuff. Right. Um, and it is sponsored by Zach. Jake. Zach. Why did I say Jake? Because <laughs> you called him Jake. Because I called, called him. me Jake. I did call that's you Jake. That's what it is. Oh, my. I that's was wondering where the Jake was coming from. Wow. It, it all makes sense Because I was trying to remember that because yeah. I didn't write it down. Yeah. Right. So Jake is the one who sponsored the fitness stuff 
he is from Fitness Experts with an X in Altamont, Florida. So, Jake, thank you for that. We will be having a winner hopefully very soon. And... Oh, um, and wow. I forgot and it. the $25 Chick-fil-A gift yes. card that think, we all want. I, yeah, <laughs> I think we all want it, though. Yes. Um, so we're going to give both of those away. Yes. Hopefully, if we don't spend the $25 gift card. Maybe we should just go to dinner after yeah, the show. Yeah, no, I just maybe. give no. them the... Oh, we couldn't do that, right? <laughs> okay, no. but how are they going to eat Chick-fil-A and then go work out? Oh, Chick-fil-A has salad. Okay. Okay. That's true. I guess. So how are they gonna win? So, how are they gonna win, Tra- Travis? Oh, you called me a different. I name almost too? called you Tim because your last name is Timmins. Okay, We're right on a roll today, aren't we? We are. So the way they can win, they can actually follow us on all of our social media sites, which is Facebook, Travis Timmins, A B T S T, which is a better tomorrow starts today. Instagram, Travis underscore Timmins dot A B T S T, and Twitter, which is Travis Timmins dash abtst and what we need you to do is follow us leave us feedback and then use the code believe i like it and we will pick a winner from those we will we'll and actually have zach pick a winner later on in the week once this episode is perfect shared. cool and then um just so you know timmons is two m's yes. t-i-m-m-o-n-s yeah. if you're trying to find him it's Travis, like underscore, it's T-I-M-M-O-N-S. Yeah. And Zach, how can we reach you? They, how can they reach you, I should say? Or Yeah, give us a give us a plug in your church. When yes. do you guys meet? When do you have services? How can they get a hold of you? Because we um, really appreciate you coming in today. Awesome. No, I, it's been amazing. Um, I mainly use my, if you want to get in touch with me on, on Instagram, um, it's B-Z underscore stoner. Um, I know I have a weird last name. Don't judge me for it. <laughs> Uh, it's a great conversational. It, it's a great that. conversational piece uh, when it comes to ministry. People okay. are always like, "Wow, really?" But no, it is the. Sorry, I, I got it wrong. It's the T H E underscore Z Stoner um, is my uh, Instagram. Um, you can email me at Zach Z A C H uh, at gpc dot me. Um, and uh, our our youth services we meet on Wednesdays uh, at seven o'clock. Run about an hour and a half. Um, and on Sundays we meet at ten a.m. What's um, your address of the church? We are at 2051 West Lester Road um, in Apopka, Florida. And uh, it, it looks like a little house. And what was uh, the name of the like church again it's, in case it, someone's just tuning in? It's called Grace Point Church. Okay. Grace Point okay. Church. And our website is www.gpc.me for gracepointchurch.me. So, Got right it. Now. Perfect. So we have a lot of amazing things going on and coming up. Um, we have the website almost done. It is. Website is almost done. Exciting. We're just waiting. I'm just going to let everybody know we are waiting on Diana's bio. Oh, man. That is all we are waiting on. He okay. is calling you out live. He right is now. calling me out live. Yes. Because I have nothing else no, to do. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. No, yeah. uh, I will get that to you tonight. Yeah, yeah. So um, we have that coming up. And then we have, um, we're trying to get a little community event going on. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Zach can join in. Zach is all around Apopka, so we can figure something out. That'll be pretty cool. Um, you can follow us. Or if on, you have an event coming yeah, up. Yeah, or if you have an event coming up, we can help out. Okay. Any way we can get involved. All right. I will definitely let you all know. Yeah. So, again, you can follow us on Facebook. Travis Timmons, A Better Tomorrow Starts Today. You can it, also reach us. Um, our email address, if you, we've always tried to say, or always have said, if you have comments, have questions, you know, if you email us and you've got some, you know, have some concerns or you need a friend or you need someone to talk to because of some of the things we've talked about, We'll never use your name on air or anything. Yeah. So you can email us 
if you just need support or to say hi or to give a show ideas or anything like that. Or if but you'd like to be a guest. Or if you'd like to be a guest, we love guests, please. Um, our address, our email address. <laughs> address. Our address is. Our email address is keepingitpositive3 at gmail.com. Yes. So remember, stay bright. Stay beautiful. And until next time, don't forget to keep, keep it positive. positive. Thank you.